This is Solutions for Families, where parents come with problems and leave with solutions. I'm Paula Fellingham. Thank you for joining me. Today's episode is the importance of having family values. Each of us lives by a set of values that guides our behavior, helps us make decisions, tells us what's right and wrong. We display our values every day by the way we speak and act, right? The decisions we make, the way we use our time, how we spend our money, these all reveal our values. One annoyed father complained, my son just doesn't have any values. Well, said his, fa- his friend, just what are your family values? And the father said, uh, mm, well, I guess I just haven't thought about it that way. Often we haven't really thought about defining our values. We haven't thought about why people believe and act differently than we do. So discussing the differences in our beliefs can help us understand one another. And understanding our differences can promote a healthy tolerance in relationships with other people. The rules we have in our families are a result of our values, the things we think are really important. It's vital that everyone know the difference between what's really important And what just doesn't matter that much? Is not getting a haircut as important as not going to school? What can be negotiated and what is not negotiable? In some families, everything's negotiable. In other families, nothing is. In still other families, what is negotiable and what isn't changes from day to day. Is it possible to be flexible and still be firmly based in solid values? The key is to decide what values are strictly not negotiable in your family, as opposed to the things that each family member can decide on their own. There are certain issues that require absolute obedience. President Abraham Lincoln, a U.S. president, said in his last public address, quote, Important principles may and must be inflexible, close quote. Yes, these inflexible rules need to be clearly defined and understood by all family members. What are they in your family? On less important issues, family members may choose for themselves. What are those? Many families quarrel about things that aren't on the really important list, right? And parents spend time being irritated unnecessarily. First parents, then families together, need to decide on important rules that must be obeyed. And then, don't sweat the small stuff. Oh, that's such a key to happy families. Just not getting so upset about every little thing that happens. Today, people sometimes avoid declaring right from wrong. After all, they say, everybody has the right to their own ideas, and who is to say that parents should impose their thinking on their children? I've dealt with this a lot through the years. Parents may argue that they don't want to require a lot of do's and don'ts. However, families who do not have a clear core of moral, moral values, they deprive their children of a solid basis for approaching life. Children want and need boundaries. They need to be taught that in life, there are principles of truth, which, if lived, will bring happiness. 
If those principles or moral values are not a part of your life, the consequence is unhappiness. People in strong families are not afraid to talk about values. They don't crumble if everyone doesn't agree with their point of view. They know where they stand, and they're willing to be recognized for it. Children from such families are able to move into society and do what they know is right, not just what others say they should do. They learn how to create their own beliefs and rules and opinions later. The more candid the discussion of values in the home, the better prepared family members are to act in harmony with their own standards. If decisions are made not just on the basis of what's easiest, what's cheapest, what's fastest, or what will pay off, but what would be the right thing to do, children develop a higher sense of moral behavior, and such children would not have the same fuzzy thinking a college student did who explained that he had stolen a bike because, hey, it wasn't locked. To this student, his behavior was the fault of someone else. When people behave according to a clear set of standards, their sense of self-worth and self-respect is elevated. We define ourselves by our values. Of course, the most important way to teach good moral values is by the example set in the home. We know this. Albert Schweitzer said, and I repeat this often, there are only three ways to teach a child. The first is by example. The second is by example, and yes, the third is by example. Why? Actions speak louder than words. What we do carries more weight than all the warnings and admonitions that we can give. Thank you so much for being with me. My friends, until the next episode, have a beautiful day. And please subscribe to my podcast. Tell your friends about solutions for families and come see me on paulafellingham.com. As always, I send you my love.